Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello world, this is TJ Morris, and today we do Ascension Church Ohana. So thank you all you spiritual science metaphysicians that follow me and let my daughters know when I need to start my show. We're doing 6 p.m. at 7 Eastern, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, 4 Pacific. And Tommy's uh, of our Ascension Church Ohana of Hawaii, this is our 8th anniversary, 8 years, but we're just really going to concentrate on Sunday about our Ascension Church Ohana, and we can break those words down. Uh, I don't see Tommy here yet, so uh, he said he would be here today, so we'll see if he wants to come help me. It's hard to do things in life these days with all the controversy out there, but we will overcome. That's what we do. We've gotten through so many things, and we're going to talk about... uh, us as individuals and souls today. So I've got souls, TJ Marsh Club, publications, audiovisual tapes, and other workshop materials, which is a synthesis of ancient wisdom and new thought teachings and philosophies. So we're, if you want to say we're theocrats, we believe in the higher power, as above, so below, uh, whatever that is for you. Most of us say God. We're God-fearing people. We believe in something or some beings out there. And my Groups are vast with various social media groups, uh, and we have different uh, topics. So we have those that like to do uh, different interests, and I'm doing my best uh, to to support my friends online with today's social media. And so I've created Teresa J. Morris Ministries because we're of a spiritual nature, and we've been for eight years like an unincorporated association uh, doing history and education, communication, metaphysics online. We've even taken up alienology, ufology, and phenomenology, which really uh, is sort of a phenomenon in itself. So uh, I'll give you the fact that uh, this is a a spiritual science, metaphysical, universal life church of our ministry. The church or the people is the way we figure it. So thank you guys that follow me and let my daughters know that you enjoy uh, being uplifted when things are so tough out there. So, you know, uh, with everything around the world looking at how, you know, what are we going to overcome? What are we going to change? Change is constant. So we'll be talking about change, and uh, I've got a book here that Janet Carroll Lesson of Hawaii with our Ascension Center network over there. Uh, she runs ascensioncenter.net, a blog over there for us. And Tommy Hawksblood has been helping me with articles and bylaws as a pastor, universal life minister, and a metaphysician, uh, and helping me in radio all these years. So I'm sort of surprised he's not here right now, unless he got his time. Uh, mixed up, but I'll give him a call here in a few minutes. Uh, but Teresa J. Morris Ministries, I was the original Ascension uh, Center and the Psychic Awakening classes, and I'm holding the original 
book from back 89 to 93 after I was ordained in a gold pyramid in Houston, Texas. I was born in Louisiana, Monroe, Louisiana, raised in Houston, Texas, went to high school, James Madison High School, and then went to uh, Alvin Junior College because I had children. So I had to go to a junior college. But my husband went to University of Houston. Uh, he had five scholarships. But I started this foundation of self-improvement and well-being for uh, emotional, mental, spiritual uh, physical well-being, and I'd like to emphasize our emotional, but, you know, uh, we can say uh, we are ascension masters in the way that we're all ascended in one way, being that we're essence, and we're here to remind you that faith-based on free will is uh, your ascension center-based. We use the chakra system, but we're free agencies, and, a, and that's a God-given rite of passage. So we formed an aspect of management that we refer to, and that's the process of arranging resources primarily by people to carry out the organization's plans and organizing. So uh, I'm going to help those that want to do their own brands, and uh, we'll help administratively and uh, support you in our platform here as a digital Internet, uh, what we call Church Online on Sundays. And uh, our first session could be, uh, we've got lessons 1 through 10 we're going to go through. So this is going to be our first lesson today. And what I do is I've got a, a Janet Carroll lesson and Tommy Hawksblood uh, and me. We're celebrating eight years together, and we all have different divisions. And uh, I've got Ascension Church Ohano do, uh, domain name and website up as org.org. So if you'd like to participate, uh, you can go to my Patreon account because I'm building a spiritual science community. And uh, it's patreon.com forward slash Teresa J. Morris. That's my name, Teresa Jeanette. I was born Teresa Jeanette Thurmond. And I was listening to some YouTubes and things. Uh, everybody has their brand and their YouTube for online these days because it's just the part of our culture now is everybody has an individual body a container and we deal more with art culture education science technology engineering and math and my math was never very good i mean I, I loved math as far as in the beginning when i had good teachers in school there was uh we just called it math you know arithmetic we would uh, study uh, arithmetic. We used to say uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic with an R. <laughs> so, you know, I may jump all over the place in what we call time, but we return to learn now in today's ascension age, what I call the ascension age, about what we apparently, especially in America, didn't learn a lot about as Christians. I was born um, in a white container. That's what they called me uh, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, a WASP is for <laughs> acronym. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I had a choice, but some people believe I did that as a soul coming in. So we in our group is going to address souls, and uh, this could be the greatest writing time, the Ascension Age, okay, since uh, we did the Emerald Tablets. So Janet asked me, and I called this Enchanted Development, uh, because I found it as like a secret time capsule, a little bit of uh, 
some channeled work, uh, whether you believe in channeling or not, your higher self, your over soul, or we we use uh, teaching that we don't believe your human container in your brain is all you are, your mind and your brain. We believe in a higher essence uh, as uh, energy, and because I've died uh, more than twice, but uh, two times documented in a hot, in a church or in a a medical field with doctors present, witnesses, and my mother. And now she's passed over, but you just have to take my word for it. But uh, I haven't written the book with all the basic uh, stuff for the spiritual side of me uh, because it wasn't time. And uh, I did all this in seventies, and uh, well, I did it as a child too. But some people know of my stories based on the fact that I did write for UFO Digest in Canada. But our our Chapters for Enchanted Development, I've got uh, uh, a real simple little $8 book, but it's Time Capsule Channeled Automatic Writing, High Council, Universal God, Lady of the Command, Rebuilding the Temple, Ascension Classes, Ascension Masters, Cosmic Beings, Starseeds, Cosmic Door, Ascension Center, and Divine Energy. So uh, this little book, like I said, Janet Carolesson, God bless her soul, asked me to do this. She knew me as a psychic, psychic medium in Hawaii at the Hilton Hawaiian Village. Uh, it's uh, the Hilton Hawaiian, uh, is that what it was called, Hilton Hawaiian Village? It was uh, downtown, and I had been staying, I was in the military, and I was staying at the Kali, Hale, Hale is that the way you say it? I'm trying to remember things that are way back in my past, folks. Holly Koa, I believe, hotel next to the Hilton Hawaiian Village right in Hawaii. Now, this is after I was uh, ordained in Houston and already gone uh, to Europe and Africa. Uh, and uh, But I had uh, been ordained, I guess, right before I went to the military because uh, Stephen Halpern and I were trying to remember when we met and he uh, he was out promoting new age uh, music that he was making on his piano. Stephen Halpern's came back and been on this show, so you can go find, back and find that. But the Ascension Age that I teach was called by God. I had a meeting with Jesus. I had a come to Jesus moment. So uh, he's one of our Ascension Masters. So a lot of people know that there's various universes and various portals uh, for our essence that we go through when we leave our body, uh, mind, spirit on the planet, and we go back through these portals, or we get in these capsules that we can explain. And I like to use uh, a friend of mine, Patrick Swayze, uh, but his mom was Patsy Swayze, and Patrick had a wonderful soul uh, lesson, even though he passed away like my daughter did, so they're no longer in my life in cancer. But there's thoughts and jobs and family and community and beliefs that we have here in these containers, and we're not really sure that all of it is ours. So we're we're learning to activate our psychic centers. And uh, Patrick Swayze was very spiritual. A lot of people don't know that about him because they know him as a dancer and actor. But I knew him in a different way and uh, got to sit 
uh, at a skating rink uh, in the uh, mall in Houston. We had an indoor skating rink. And uh, anyway, talking about things, and then lo and behold, he winds up in the movie Ghost. If y'all don't know who Patrick Swayze is, because he's on the other side now, but he's one of our light guides on the other side with my daughter, Ginger Teresa Fay Parrish, and Ginger Bowers. Is what she was known as that before she died. But I have a lot of my my parents, both my mother and father left in 2011 to be on the other side, so I could do my work starting in 2012. But my husband became a very important part of me, and uh, what I do with the Universal Plan and the Ascension Centers uh, is all about understanding the power to make experience more intelligible by analyzing it in the light of valid and appropriate general concepts. So there's truth, and truth has a way of awakening sleepwalkers and clearing the conditioned cobwebs from our minds so we can remember things like reincarnation or how we reinvented ourselves or made a choice to visit this reality. And so a lot of people in the Ascension Age movement, meaning that we're evolving, we're transitioning, and we are learning to ascend uh, as we give way to all these things that are shining forth with change. Now, some of this you're going to hear about the darkened side or that which opposes light. So we shine forth so, so we can understand what dark is. And that the dark, we think of it as an opposing side to light. But without darkness, how would mankind recognize light, right? We got It's like the, that's the decision that was made for us as spirits So uh, before we came into this reality. So we serve the purpose of uh, being with those, of those above and those below. And you can definitely see how people... Uh, work together so we bring forth knowledge as we're instructed to do as ascension masters so if you're not familiar uh, I'm going to tell you that the guides that I work with in the internet I'm a, a IT person now I'm not very good at it but I'm going to learn because it will help me as a baby boomer they say 46 to 64, uh, I heard on the Internet. But when I grew up, I was told uh, it was in 20-year increments, but it was basically after my parents went through like World War II and the Korean War. My mom was born in 32. And so I address another interesting uh, time in the ancient cultures with New Thought teachings, including uh, UFOs, or what we called then flying saucers, unidentified flying objects and extraterrestrials, uh, aliens. But in my Ascension Center, we believe we're all extraterrestrials. We are all of a higher essence, an ether essence, uh, vapor person maybe if you want. But that, uh, I'm hearing a lot on these groups now like Gaia that, you know, oh, this is part of my brain. Well, I don't believe that was part of your brain. I believe the brain is like getting in a car. You know, our soul, and Tommy Hawksblood has joined me, so I'll bring him on. And uh, I'm going to use my enchanted development and my Ascension Ancient Mystery Schools for teaching my first lesson today, but he said he would join me because I told him about reincarnation, and I believe he believes like I do. I've, we've had times to talk for eight years, 
But today, Tommy, I'm going to use Enchanted Development, the little book that Janet wanted me to write that I found in a capsule, a time capsule, from back in 93 for today, for uh, June 7th, 2020. So the dedication was, the book is dedicated to my family and friends who encouraged me to be me. Also, to those who read this, may uh, my life not be in vain. So nobody wants to think our essence, our energy, our soul is in vain. So you say, please use this for your own guidance. We all have an inner guidance system. And this information is what I use to live as I develop my life and learning. To all those who break down culture cultural barriers for the good of the universe. Now, I don't believe in just one universe. So a lot of the people in Gaia, you're going to hear talking about them remembering their past lives because that's where we're at now in our lessons, our universal life lessons. But uh, I've asked Tommy to join me on the soul and if he can get on the uh, other side of himself, going from the inner self to the outer self, but joining inner and outer is like your soul essence, and we don't know. So we're going to talk on some topics that are already out in the universe, but I, I would like to address that when I died, I went through various universes. So I called them the universe, the multiverse, the metaverse, the xenoverse, and the omniverse, and they were taken down. Now they were up, and then people in Europe would take them down off of Wikipedia because I had all the education I spent lots of time in open source putting out, and so they absorbed them over the years uh, from the time I was working open source and helping grow the Internet. And Google, and a lot of people asked me to help, and Google asked, said if they could have some of my books and put them out in the Google library. So I've, I've helped Google, I've helped grow, and I've helped do tag words back when we would look at pictures and put the best words. So I've been doing my part. And this could heighten all of us if we learn that we do come down into individual containers and how we uh, nowadays in the world, we're only as good as our energy that's willing to uh, like get in your car and drive your body around. And uh, if you go where your body goes, is what I understand. But some of us, like Tommy and I, have learned uh, to be universal life pastors and we are starting, uh, well, we've been doing this for eight years, but we didn't do that many Sundays. Uh, Ascension Church, Ohana, my daughter died, and my older daughter, her sister, came over and said, Mom, a lady named Brittany said, please, uh, you know, you're late getting on, on to do your church. So I guess we have a church out there uh, with eight years of people listening, even though uh, maybe I didn't realize how emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritual uh, I was because I got depressed with my daughter dying. So uh, one of the last lessons I'm learning uh, is emotional intelligence, folks, and how emotional we can be. And first, I believe a lot of people are walking the earth in their containers now because they're driven emotionally by their feelings and they want to be a part of something and they feel uh, like they can be counted in uh, a peaceful protest in the world in various locations. And that's going on today, even right now, as I speak to you. But, uh, you know, I can't control the entire world, but God can. So we have a higher, 
and I have a lower. And I'm going to teach you also that even in the media, what they call the fake media, they use the as above, so below, and they use the higher groups that organize their units, their containers, and especially those that have accumulated a lot of human wealth on the planet. And a lot of the churches that I went to would talk politics, which I didn't think politics and religion should intertwine. But I'm going to just tell you, because I'm talking to the world, and there's a lot of people that listen to me in the Emirates and in India and Australia and the U.K., uh, in Japan and China even, <laughs> all over the world. But I've been working with GoDaddy since 98, and Parsons was the gentleman's name. And uh, I learned about cPanel out of Houston, so I used cPanel, and I learned about WordPress kept coming to me across. So I'm using WordPress and Automatic, and uh, then, of course, Oracle is deep. We use Oracle. A lot of people don't know they use Oracle, but they do. But we have a lot of tools here. And so the Ascension Church Ohana is going to be people, but I'm hoping that Tommy is going to help organize. He was the original help help person. There was three. I did the Power of Three with Teresa Jeanette Thurmond Morris, Thomas Anthony Hawksblood Sinisi, and Janet Lynn Thompson, Kara Lesson. So she now goes by Janet Kara Lesson. And Tommy goes by Tommy Hawksblood Sinisi. Now, Janet, I didn't ask her to show up today because she already does another one at this time. On uh, She stayed with Revolution Radio. And uh, my, one of my, uh, for three years, I always have to have directors for the ACO Association over what Tommy and I do as directors uh, for the ACO Association for the Ascension Center organization, and we have Ascension Center organization for ACO, and we have those agents, consultants, and organizers, so we have to have platform of administration. We have Ascension Center, and we have ACE Metaphysical Institute, so it sounds real complicated when you start looking at all these domains, but I want to talk about automatic writing and our reincarnation and our soul at the highest levels as above, so below, because God is everywhere in my mind, and God is everything. But we don't take that literally, and I'm not going to get in debates with people because my daughter said, in this time, Mom, please be positive, be uplifting, be of good words to help develop us and evolve the human race. So to all those who break down cultural barriers for the good of God and good of the universe, I want to know if you've been called. And I am acknowledging that I am an ascension master. I've learned about ascension and raising myself out of my physical container, in and out of body, coming and going like travel. And we're going to talk about things that not everybody was taught in their world religions. Some people were. But one reason I'm so close to religion in India is I've had past lives there. So in this time capsule, I'm going to read Chapter 1 and then ask Tommy. Uh, and Channel 2 is Automatic Writing, December 1st, 1993 at 1.30. So, Tommy, I'm going to read this, and I know Tommy uh, can help me decipher a lot of this because he's a universal life ma- uh, master or pastor. And I asked him if he would like to have a uh, place with me 
and uh, help us with uh, future uh, webinars and workshops on my brand, which is God's brand. They gave me, uh, they split a tree, Tommy, with lightning on a sunny day and gave me the Ascension brand. And since then, before my parents died or the year my parents did die, they brought these uh, brand symbols that come from God because I don't know who they come from. Some people, I you know, I don't know if they're extraterrestrial or or not, but they came to a wall and things happened to me supernatural. I can't explain, so I call it God. But now I did go up uh, from here in Gulf Breeze and I went up on a, what I would call a capsule, or some people may call a spacecraft. We. Unless you experience it, it's like pain. You can experience pain, but you may not know what it feels like to lose a parent or a child. And I do because I've lost both, but I've also lost my own life. So I know what it feels like to lose your life and to be brought back and to lose all the blood in your body and die again and come back and uh, talk to beings higher than myself that I call extraterrestrials, and I also called them angels. So I believe in angels, and uh, this is the time on earth where I'm going to stand up and talk from what I call experience. And I just wanted to uh, write a little book uh, that Janet asked me about this Ascension Age and the Ascension Center. And Tommy, administratively and in radio, backed me up, and helped me with the articles and bylaws in 2012. So we use our articles and bylaws in the United States of America to do all things according to law. And even with a church, you still have to have a foundation, even if you don't have a brick and mortar in today's cyberspace. And I did have a brick and mortar, but it's no longer a treasure shop. But when my husband was very ill, and he and his sister ran that for me. But on this church, Tommy and I do it on the internet so we're going to interact as the ascension age between humanoids and divine beings so prophetic dreams channeled automatic writing intervention by intergalactic humanoids sentient intelligent beings throughout history and that's a fact among those chosen as the ascension masters so we are chosen uh, because they talk to us and they even materialize in space. And so I've been off planet in space talking to beings that have a divine energy that I would call Jesus because uh, he didn't say he was Jesus, but it was the closest thing to Jesus because my portal, my choice of channeling myself, my essence, my energy through the universes is the choice or portal our entry called by the way of God, and the door is Jesus. So the portal of beings like me, and a lot of us were trained in that in this reincarnation to believe through uh, by the way, the truth, and the light, and the gate, and the way is Jesus Christ. So you'll find out the word Christ and Jesus that means different things to different people, even to the Jewish faith uh, over in Jerusalem. And there's television shows about this that I follow about Jesus or the many Jesuses, the many Christ, but we're not going to go into that. That's not what we're about today. We're about time capsule, channeled automatic writing, high council, universal God, lady of the command, rebuilding the temple, ascension classes, ascension masters, cosmic beings, star seeds, 
cosmic door, ascension center, and divine energy. So if you can get with that, and then some of you may be about UFO space talks, it says we're having today, which is also uh, about you and your experiences as an essence. So uh, channeled writing and uh, this time capsule, but let me skip over the ascension center. Well, let me just say, it says, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start, Tommy, with Time Capsule 1, Chapter 1. It's a little bitty thin book of only, let me see how many pages, Uh, 30, 30, well, that includes me, my picture at the back, 40 pages. But even Tommy has a description of the Tarot, and I didn't channel that. I just picked that up off the Internet about La... Uh, it says Nicola Converse, 1760 Duck, Anton Court de Gabion, I don't know how to say a French-born Protestant pastor, Freemason, published a dissertation of the origins of the symbolism of Tarot in Volume 8. So a lot of people don't know that there's monks that are Protestants and that used the, uh, uh, in 1540, and we used divination and a lot of people uh, later on in America burned witches because <laughs> having they could pre precognitionist we call them. they could know things before they happen. So we can discuss all kind of things that we have for eight years. But today, uh, let me talk about reincarnation and time travel and uh, getting started on our lessons. So uh, this lesson, this lesson on time travel on Mac writing, but. Uh, chapter one, time capsule. I'll just read it for Tommy, and uh, it'll be here. I always wanted to write a book and have self-published several. I just will not take the time to wait for answers from the larger book publishers. So much for time on Earth, as in waiting when I don't have to. I learned how to publish myself, and hope you, the reader, learns also. I have, I believe, and was taught that we are all the authors of our own life stories. Now you, the reader, please know that this book is to share who I am so I can let others know that my life was not in vain. My purpose is to be here now to create the Ascension Age. So there's my purpose statement. I want everybody to write your purpose. I'm following the ACE Nonprofit, Inc. to continue my work for the Ascension Center, Universal Life on Planet Earth. I know that time seems to go faster and faster, as I live and get older by the hour, day, week, and year. I also have learned how valuable time can be to someone who remains busy. I believe we should all have free will, and I live in the United States where I enjoy certain creature comforts in life, such as food, clothing, shelter, jobs, and transportation to and from my job, and I enjoy entertainment. I want to share something that I found that gave me a way to look at what I am creating. Just yesterday, I decided to file the ACE nonprofit where I live in Kentucky. Well, now, folks, just to let you know, this is old, uh, but uh, and this is, I'll explain later, but I'm now in the Gulf Panhandle where there's a storm. It's thundering and raining outside, and I hope it doesn't get worse. But it's it's the leftovers, of, I guess, from a, a tropical It's not a hurricane yet, I don't think, but I haven't been listening to the news. Anyway, I don't live in Kentucky, so just a note on this chapter one. 
time capsule. I have in the past began the Ascension Center Hawaii, Inc. in Honolulu, Hawaii. Now, this is where Tommy comes in because Tommy, all these years, has stuck with me for eight years knowing about my Ascension Center Hawaii and my articles and bylaws. And he said, I'll stay with the ACO because he, we did ACO and ACE. And I think he was listening to me about the uh, what it meant to me in the acronyms and as above, below, as above, so below, and the power of three. But anyway, so he's holding my Ascension Center Hawaii, and so is Janet, just in different ways. He's on the big island, and we won't get into all the politics of why they're not on the same island anymore, but that's part of his history. And you can actually go back. It's all recorded right here, all the way back to June 2012 right here on this channel on TJMRCT Radio. But this is a story that goes this whole process of how I became interested in the word ascension and i put that in quotes, and decide to create the Ascension Center, also in quotes. I have shared the original websites for Ascension Center, which is now Ascension.Center, and have the energy for a long time. I've held the energy. It's called holding the energy. That's what Janet and Tommy do for me for the Ascension Center and the Ascension Church today. I had the Ascension Center before I read the Celestine Prophecy book. A lot of y'all might remember Celestine Prophecy. I put that in quotes. And thought, what a wonderful book. It was fascinating to me because it took me on an adventure in my mind, not knowing if it was real or fiction. The point was that it took me on an adventure where I could visualize, and it was like a wonderful treasure hunt. I'm opening the T.J. Marsh Treasure Show and the ACO LLC. Now, this was back you know, before my husband died. So these are old thoughts. Uh, but the next chapter is about December 93, the, what I found 20 years later. I was driven and yet not sure what it is that is driving force. It is if, if I cannot help myself. I know that I may fail, and yet I believe that I will be successful for as long as I am supposed to do this. It's like there are certain things in life we call destiny or fate. I found this paper that says out of a possible 99 on a score test to return to college in 2002 that I made a 98 in writing. This empowered me to believe I may have the ability to write. I hope you, the reader, think I could write on various topics So, since I want to be a writer to communicate my thoughts and to feel closer to others. My own family and friends probably will not read this book, and I can only hope that my four daughters find some time to one day appreciate that their mother wanted to become a writer like her mother before her. Mother wanted to become a writer in her lifetime. She did not know how to get a book published herself. Mother was a writer for magazines and was so happy when she got a check for writing modern romance, which was read mainly by women. I've decided to use this time on Earth to share this as a book in case someone may happen across it on the Internet in our new cyberspace culture. I can type fast as long as I don't try to analyze what I am writing about, so please be prepared for me simply to visit with you to allow you to get to know me and what I am 
while here on this planet. I have been called an alien or ET contactee by people in the business of ufology. I am a writer for UFO Digest and just celebrated my seven-year anniversary. So this was written 2014 because I started with him in 2007 with a particular e-sign online, UFO Digest. I also have a radio show and several blogs and a couple of e-signs of my own, one called American News Magazine and the other a new news guide. I haven't really done much with those two and have done what I could to promote the brand's Ace Folklife and Ascension Center. I am driven with a passion now to share what I know in cyberspace. I'm also going to begin a brick-and-mortar where people can find me in my books. I did that already, so that's I'm just letting you know. That's a quick note. Not just my books, but other authors' books. That's where Tommy would come in. So if you want to know me and my books, please look for both of us online and in person. I hope you enjoy my life and its enchanted development. I found something from over 20 years ago, and I find it, I found it interesting. So this is where I am, and this is what I'm sharing to begin this book. I've always wanted to share my life story from beginning to end with that which I found to be most interesting and almost mystical as an enchanted life. I'm writing this so others can get to know me and hope they also have a life similar to mine as enchanted development. Get in touch with me if you like this book. And let me know about your own enchanted development. I will make this short in a series so we can begin a life together. Maybe you can join my Dharma purpose and find a place in the Ascension Center with me. I am just the founder creator of the first Ascension Center on Earth and can share that I began using those two words on Earth back in Hawaii in 1993. I'll make this a short beginning to get this out there to share in a life of writing books that are short e-books to get involved with others who who may want to join me in my social clubs. I have several, but want to put them all under one category or the other. One is ACE, A-C-E, for the volunteers who desire to be in my club as authors continuing education. And the other is ACO for those who are independent contracts, such as agents, consultants, and organizers. Hope you make a choice or both T.J. Morris E.T. Now, here's Chapter 2, Channeled Automatic Writing, because Tommy can talk forever. He's just (laughs) – once I give him the floor, (laughs) because he and I haven't worked on like – unless we timed it for five minutes in panels – but we're learning, folks, so how to be together. Now, Tommy, this is Chapter 2, but I asked him because we're going to talk about this, and he needs something to work with so he can help me because he was telling me why. I said, why am I uh, – yesterday uh, on a show he did with me, I said, Tommy, why am I – I seem to be getting older and talking country. So he uh, spiked my interest because uh, why would I ask him in the first place what I'm feeling? Or what's happening to me. I mean, so think about that. You know, something's happened to me. I feel like I'm changing. 
And I should know, having died and lived as my own essence, we all have our own. We actually say we don't ask a question that we don't already own the answer to, okay? <laughs> Just so you know. But uh, I asked him, and because I trust him. He's a good friend of mine. We've never met. It's strictly a soul uh, group that goes around in the universes that travel together. And then somehow we're supposed to meet on Earth, but we've never met. But we spent eight years in radio together. Never met. Now, he met Janet. So him and Janet have a history, and I met Janet. So he met Janet, and I met Janet. Remember, I met her at the Hilton Hawaiian Village. Actually, it was Michael Jackson came to see me because of my uh, what I'm talking about here was my Ascension Center, and I had the Psychic Awakening classes. And he saw an advertisement in the uh, newspaper, and he'll, he'll, or he learned from his brothers that were through one of my companies. And his brothers had, were uh, making T-shirts with Gulu Watamul, another guy that was in my company. Uh, well, they weren't—they were investors, we'll say. Are they? They actually were contributors back in the day in Hawaii. Now, this chapter two, and Tommy and I are going to talk about this. Thank y'all for calling in. I can see y'all. I appreciate y'all helping me. But how can someone that has the Ascension Master ability to come and go know their essence, know their uh, about being out there and uh, promoting Ascension Center and Ascension Age and starting the Ascension Church of Ohana? And it's mostly for metaphysicians, but I say Jesus was the greatest metaphysician of all of all the stories you hear. And even whether we believe or not, it's a story out there. But we say the Bible is the basic instruction before leaving Earth for those of y'all in the metaphysical, spiritual, enchanted development world with the Ascension Church Ohana. But now this channeled automatic writing, now this was what I found. It's December 1st, 1993 at 1.30. I found this August 29, 2014, and read it on my T.J. Morris E.T. radio show the same day. It means something, but what? I will let you, the readers, decide, but since this is now an oral book, it's going on today's show, and Tommy's going to help me, I hope, because it's, you know, I need feedback. Even if I already know all the answers, we need to communicate with each other. And ask another person, uh, not really the person, or I'm not asking his brain or mind, or his container, or his car, and asking what drives that car, his inner, and he knows what I'm talking about, his inner soul, that part of him that was created by his God, because we all have a choice, like we all have a body, like we all have a vote, not everybody has a car, but everybody has something that's driving their human form. But anyway, back to this channeled automatic writing that I found. It says, uh, I found this August 29, 2014, so I must have wrote this little book after that and read it, uh, read it on my T.J. Marcy T. radio show the same day. It means something, but what? I will let you, the reader, decide. As a reader, one doesn't have to believe it, only that something that is a part of, my, of me felt inspired to try automatic writing. And this was what I received. Now, remember the date is December 1, 1993. It's at 1.30 in the afternoon, back when I was living in Hawaii, Tommy. Okay? So I don't know if that was before I met Michael Jackson and was his psychic or after. But he booked a hotel downtown, and we met. But he first met me on Diamond Head. But Tommy, uh, I think Tommy knows about that stuff a long time ago. 
But uh, being that I am an Ascension Master teacher, there are ways I choose to be a student as the best teachers are always students. We all are students and teachers, and I am choosing to share what I learned about me with others. This way we can all have an open mind and analyze this together. You can get in touch with me and share your own automatic writing, channeled material. And we'll see if Tommy's done some and if he's written a channeled book. Is this one of my past lives or simply an echo of time past with things that I have read in this lifetime? Now, these are questions I was asking myself. Okay. So my name, now this is the part that sort of freaks me out, Tommy. (laughs) My name is Tara, T-E-R-A-A, Tara, T-A-R-A in parentheses. Now, Tommy knows the green Tara. I'm not saying that. I think part of me, because I came in as Tara, a male and female, uh, that there's sparks of our soul or essence that's shared in different beings, our spirits or guides, just like we're parts of God, but we're not. Well, we'll, we can get into all that later, but we're going to be very positive today. I pledge to my daughter. I promise my daughter will be positive today. But this says, I am of male gender in remembrance of my time spent on earth in a place called Ur, I guess. It's U-R. Now, remember, I'm I'm automatically channeling this, right, Tommy? So (laughs) I have assisted in times of Enki, Naba, Marduk, Ninurta, and Thoth. They have all said, but look to the heavens and you will find us there. This time, the vessel we use has lived in Mesopotamia, Theopolis, Memphis, Atlantis, and Mu, M-U, some call Lemuria. This vessel will be assisting in a revitalized empire of the gods. This mission is to erect the place we call a spaceport once again. The last time was of the prophecy test B of the Sumerian records. Be in remembrance of the great city of which Sodom and Gomorrah lived. Also watch for the major eclipses of the moon as the word of the celestial omen. Now we are the high council. We are the high council of whom we appoint the oracle priests and priestesses. Oracle High Priestess is the room which set below. The blank is a, a line there, which you call the Sphinx and the Spaceport. The delay almost cost her her life. She will listen to the Supreme as well as the Chosen. In quotes, Amen, A-M-E-N, again, will be in the Thera, T-H-E-R-A, Dash Thebes, T H E B S, and Pleiades, P L E I A D S, via Sirius, S I R I U S. Once again, the company of the gods which come forth from the heavens will assemble at Signet, S I G N E T, announcing, in quotes, glory to the gods of the highest. There art the god more powerful of them all. Thou art the sole one. Then it goes into more universal God. But let me get Tommy on here now. So thank you guys for calling in. And we will, if you're calling in for readings, I do those on Thursday. But 
Tommy, can you hear me now? Yes, can you hear me? I can. Thank you for calling in and helping me today. You've been eight years we've been doing this, Tommy, and I want you to help me with if you just did you just hear what I wrote years ago and found and yes. put it in a book years ago. So automatic writing is pretty interesting, and I don't know what all this means or if it means anything. But I, you know, Janet told me she never even read it, you know. But I read it to her one time on the show, and it's here somewhere because it says it is. But I don't think I discussed it with you. So maybe some part of me in the past, and you started helping me yesterday, and I told you I wanted you to help me outside the body, but can we use that as some idea of what humans may or may not relate to, right, communication? So I'm relating to you as outside of me, and we can talk to people about how we're going to build this Ascension Church Ohana as of today, and you know all the things we've studied for eight years together. So we got eight years of history right here on this radio show, so people can find about me personally and you personally. And, of course, I deleted some shows because it was <laughs> debating, and I lost Stanton Friedman, which was part of this. But before I lose the train of thought, what do you think of uh, past lives and reincarnation? Is that where we want to go? Because that's what I ask you to show up and help me as your higher self, right? You know, we always talk about that that gets in the car. But have you done automatic writing yourself? Do you have any experience with well, you know, uh, automatic? I, I used to write poetry, but from a weird state. Uh, oh. And I used to just write. Uh, I, it was hard to understand what I wrote, but I one time I gave it to my grandmother to read, and she started crying. Oh. Uh, I always wrote about energy and love and, and how it channels into this world and stuff and how people don't get it. But uh, I'm not directly into, I never got into, like, writing books or writing things at that kind of level. I When I write, I go into not an altered state. I go into, a, I guess you could call it a semi-altered state where it's like words just come to you. I put the thought, what I'm focusing on, and then it just fills in all the words that go with it. So... You could kind of call it automatic writing, but uh, I'm I'm more in guiding, putting what I wanted to guide to write. Not like I just say, okay, put messages down, and then it writes. You you're going to go to a do a snowstorm tomorrow. Uh, so it's it's probably a lot different for me than it is for you. But I know some people just sit there, they can close their eyes and just put paper in front of them, and they just keep going across with their fingers and write, and then they read it when they're done. So, but I'm so you think that would be uh, so? That was one one description. Now, folks, you don't have to, you know, just do it. Or, but we're you know we're just talking about the different things that are happening to me and how we're going to go forward with Ascension Church Ohana and metaphysics. So, channeled writing is what I received, and I uh, I've been finding some funny things with me and asked Tommy to talk about himself and our soul outside. And how you know if it affects you from your personal experiences, so we can all get to know each other and be real. You know, I want to be human and be real and experience what it's like on the planet. And my mission is—I told you my mission statement is about the Ascension Center. But uh, Tommy, with uh, today Ascension Church Ohana, and you've always been there, and we've done the ACO and. Uh, 
you know, we're going to get serious about this level of existence. So uh, I know that this uh, this book, Enchanted Development, if people would like to follow along, and uh, you don't have to get the book. I, I I haven't even ever really sold the book, and Janet didn't even ask for a copy. But it, I guess it's on uh, Amazon. It used to be on Lulu or Amazon. Let me look. Made in USA, Charleston, South Carolina. Let's see. In the front, I didn't even put. Oh, it says copyright. 2014, Teresa J. Morris. All right, it's reserved. It's got an ISBN number. One three nine seven eight one five zero one zero one three nine nine seven. But I don't know if Lulu owns that number or uh, Amazon, Tommy. So I don't know how to track these things down, folks. You just have to look for Teresa J. Morris is on the well, top. That's put, Teresa uh, Amazon and then or Lulu and just type that number in there and see where it brings okay. it. Okay. Uh, All right. And. Usually one gives it to the other. Uh, Lulu usually gives it to Amazon, or they. You got it on the uh, e-books as well, don't you? Or no? Uh, no, I lost all those files years ago, so I don't have any of my e-books are online. And then when they moved uh, that Create Space where we used to self-publish, uh, I lost all those files. Uh, and I've talked to people out of country that uh, were with Amazon, and they were called Kindle, right? Like Kindle books. I guess Amazon right. owns Kindle. Yeah. So uh, they were saved money, I guess, in the uh, way that we talk online as a uh, service. You know, I'm a hosting uh, service person too, hosting specialist. They were combining uh, their their uh, well. Jeff Bezos owns Amazon, folks. He's the richest man in the world. So he, uh, we were all going with him, all the publishing houses. Trusted him during the print-on-demand when we were downsizing all our factories. So, But anyway, I was a publisher and had, uh, had to do 20 publishing books, and I worked in a publishing house. And my mother always wanted to be a publisher. I actually stopped, started as a catcher on the end of a book route. Uh, it's a long story. So I have been a publisher, and I've worked in printing, and then I drove coast to coast driving all the stuff we printed, books and TV guides and magazines across the country, and then help people track books. I've had so much history in this life. Well, okay, so we can, uh, we'll can we say that that's going to be one of our topics, folks. Time capsule is when you go, you write things, hide them from yourself. So that was Chapter 1. We got to Chapter 2, Channeling Automatic Writing. And Tommy says some people just sit down and write, and it's whatever comes to you. Now, you can be inspired, or like him, he called his poetry. So we're going to be here to support you and whatever it is that you want to learn with us as Ascension Church Ohana Metaphysician, Spiritual Science Soul, Unity, love, and peace, and I promised my daughter would be strictly uplifting today. So, uh, all right, Tommy, so uh, it's in this book, Time Capsule, then Channel Automatic Writing, and then the High Council was Chapter 3. We are the High Council. So we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, oracles, priests, and priestesses, and serve as uh, 
oracle priestess, ascended masters. So, Tommy, let's talk about that high council. Or the I can say the universal god of destiny that takes place, the gateway of the gods once again. So that's a declaration of peaceful existence. So that's the declaration of a god at the gateway. But it depends on the individual's soul essence. Uh, so, Tommy, uh, now, Tommy, you've died before or close to death or at least had out of body. So uh, we, you know mine and I know yours. And so when you come back in or you learn how, and did you get, you got into Ekinkar, but we don't have to go by individual uh, belief systems or individual world religions because we're basically unemployed theosophical or philosophers or theocrats. <laughs> we study the, theology uh, in the church, the church of the people of the Ascension and oracles. But what do you want to talk about with us outside? But Because each one is an individual. But right now you're seeing all these individual humanoid, sentient, intelligent beings gathering in the world in their journey of awakening. And they're about peace and a lot of them are now called protesters in all countries, not just here in America. So, uh, you know, this apparently God has a peaceful existence. But it, it seems to be a lot of people at the what we call a, as above, so below. But we have uh, the way that we separate uh, higher beings are beings that believe they're higher in organizations or with money or like Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, or other rich men. And here in America, we believe uh, to ascend and evolve. And you want, you know, the way other people have because it gives them freedom of choice. But now we're going to be about your own soul and existence as an independent voter, as a human. But, Tommy, can we talk about how we're higher, ourself coming down? Where would uh, I'm gonna let you talk on that for a minute because we all have our own God source. What do you What do you think? All right. Uh, for me, I can only talk about what I know and experience, and that's the only things I do talk about. I won't talk about somebody else's experience. Uh, and we could start with soul, which what we are when it first comes down to planet Earth. Uh, or another planet, or another solar system, but when it first comes down from the higher realm to this realm, it takes on a body, and that body is called the body that we use, and we call it the human body. But if you're on another planet, you whatever they call it would be what you'd call it. But it's what what soul goes into to get around in a, in a certain vibration. Picture when you go into space, you put a spacesuit on because you can't breathe the air there. So when you come into this reality you got to put the suit on that allows you to be in this reality. And uh, there is a separation between that body and you when you step into it. But since you're the driver of the body, I mean, uh, the only way I, I'd like you to, to see it in your mind, the way I can explain it is, if you, if you have a robot and you put him there, he's got all the things to make him go up and down, walk and talk, but you have to do all that for him. Like you got to make him move his arms, you tell him to go forward. So when we get in a car, it's like driving a car. You turn it on, you drive it. Now, Tesla's coming out with a car that drives itself. So what's it going to do uh, to that idea a lot different? Because it's putting a, a synthetic mind inside a car, So, which means they're also making human robots. So getting back to the body itself, when we come into this body as a child, when we're born, 
soul is is aware. Uh, it has a different awareness, but it is aware of itself. When it comes into the body, it has to use the facilities that are in that body, which is a brain, a heart, a liver, a kidney, nervous system, uh, blood, and all that. So instead of being a, a, a higher energy dimensional being, uh, it comes into a less dimensional uh, body for a word. So when it comes into this body as a child, the awareness is there, except the mind that runs the body would be, I guess, if you had an electric car, it would be the battery that runs the car. But the mind that controls the body has its own programmed agenda, how it works. But it's got to be taught everything. It's like a computer, a blank computer that runs the body. So when a person gets into this body, soul can't talk to the computer because it's nothing in the computer. So the computer learns from its family, its parents, its friends, the people, the school. Now, now the second hardest thing for soul, the first hardest thing for the soul to do is to communicate through that. Because when you program a computer, the alphabet, now you're not going to tell the, the, the computer the words until it learns how to put the words together. So when the soul is trying to talk to the mind, it's very, very different. So the mind doesn't perceive the same thing that soul that, soul that you are is trying to tell it. So there's a, a double-sided belief and understanding that soul goes to when it steps into this body. Now, when I, when I say it has an awareness already, it probably reincarnated many times. That's a separate word. We'll get into that later. Meaning you, you had a life here, you died, went to a place, and you came back to another body and started all over. But soul is aware of all that. But the mind can't perceive it. Mind perceives things it can understand or program to understand. So when you step into this body and you go to use it, it's trying to communicate to mind. Now, where you can learn and start seeing the difference between mind and, and your soul is like when TJ mentioned it, when you have an awareness of something, uh, suddenly you just know something, well, that's soul pushing it through the mind and the mind kind of goes through it, whether it accepts it or not is different. Now, I'll give you a simple scenario that I always use, all right, on the way the mind thinks. If you're, if you're a child and, you, and you're at a corner and the light's changing green, and you get, you get this, the, the mind always gets two thoughts. The, the first thought the mind gets, hurry up and run across the street. And then the second thought, it says, just wait till the light changes. Now, what I, what I tell people is one is coming from the mind and one is coming from soul. Everybody has to learn which one's which. In a life situation, that is extremely important. I mean, if you're falling and a car is rolling down a cliff or something, what's the first thought, what's the second thought, which one do you have to listen to? Jump out of the car, stay in the car. But it's, it could be a life-saving or, or a, simple, a simple way in life, but there's a separation in those thoughts. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into it now, but there's simple techniques to learn to figure out which one you need to listen to. Because once you can listen to soul rather than the mind, you're a lot more safer in life. Uh, you can learn a lot more, and you're guided and protected from a lot more things. Uh, where you say, "Well, I'm going to do this anyway." When you, a lot of people do that. Well, I think I should do this. I think I should. Do that. I'm going to just do this anyway. That just anything could put you in a death place or get hurt or, or things like that. So, what I'm trying to get to in, in all this right now simply is learning to understand the body and how to work with it as soul.
But if you're not so aware, it's it's a lot harder because you're not in the other place to realize that the mind's trying to program everything that it does. So uh, I do mention out-of-the-body experience is a very important thing in this world. Astral projection, well, I mean, there's, there's a couple different words that go around what that is uh, to use to understand that you are not the body. The body is in a life cycle of 125 years. It can't live longer than that as of right now. So you've got 125 years if you live the longest the soul can in this physical body. But most souls usually check out anywhere between 60 and 90. I mean, some check out in 20, some check out in 2. So the time can vary, but you can't go to 180, 190, or 200. I mean, like when they talk about the old days when they lived to 500 or 1,000. The body's set for a time frame. It was created by spirit that guides this planet uh, how long a soul can live. I'm not talking about aliens because aliens have a different life form, and they live a different time frame. Uh, You could have been an alien in another lifetime, but that's not going to help you in this lifetime except if you retain some of the awareness that it went through, which could be beneficial at some point. So, I mean, I'm, I'm putting a lot together, but it's simply just trying to help you see that soul, which is what you are, uh, comes into this body that's not who you are and has to use it for that amount of time. Now, the other thing I want to explain real fast, time is different here than where soul is. The soul that's going to come into this body is called the astral body. That body can stay in the astral plane for a lot longer time, I mean, much longer time than it can in the physical body. So if you're in your astral body, you could stay there for hundreds of years or or thousands, a thousand years if you want. But uh, then again, it's the thing that controls all this, which people don't like to admit, do like to admit, uh, and they twist a lot of writings to make it fit what they want it to, Soul has to pay its karma. Karma is what you create and what you do in life, uh, what allows you to move on, like if you're going to move forward. If you're in kindergarten and you, you, you graduate to first grade, okay. But when you go from first grade to second grade, you have to be at a certain level of awareness. Or when you go from high school to college, you have to be at a certain level of awareness to take that. Otherwise, you can't get in. It's the same with soul. Soul just can't go well, I'm going to come back, I'm going to do this, uh, if it has karma. Now, karma, like, on this world, would be like what you'd have to learn in school. Well, I have to learn all this before I can get to the next level. But while you're trying to learn that, you do create karma. That karma keeps you from getting to the next level that you're trying to attain. If you live karma-free, which is really hard in the physical reality, you can, but you have to be aware. And the awareness comes from being aware that this body isn't truly who you are. So the experiences that it goes through isn't truly happening to you. I mean, you cut the body up and burn it. It's not you. You're still there. So that awareness has to be attained at some point before you die so that you know that it's that you're not going to die. I mean, a lot of people do have fear, no matter what religion they follow, what they say, as long as when it's just a belief system... They don't know what's really going to happen to them, and the fear steps in. Now, if you had an out-of-body experience or a death experience, you already stepped out of the physical body while it was still alive. And that helps you see who you really are and what you really are. You're at a different vibration. Everything's different. 
the second you step out of the body, time, speed, uh, eating, breathing, all those things change. It's a totally different reality. So it's hard to get into that if you never had any kind of an experience. I could go on and write books and books and books and tell you what it is like, but it won't mean a thing to you until you experience it. So I always give simple techniques to work with to help you get to that point. Because once you attain that, which is another, the next important thing, like TJ talked about angels. I use angels or God, guides, sorry. And you need to learn to which one that you're meeting or what they are because they're there. Now, every person, every single person on this planet has roughly two or three guides. Whether they ever get to talk to them, I mean the person talking to their angel or guide, might not ever happen. I mean, if they listen to them one time, they might not ever listen to them again. But realize God was very intelligent and incredible at, at designing things. So he made, it made sure that each and every one of us can keep moving forward if we want to. So the word freedom is not freedom to beat people up, go out, beat somebody up, or whatever. It's free to attain a higher level of awareness. And you don't attain it the same way you do here in the astral plane or any other worlds beyond that. Now, attaining awareness here is nothing related to the experiences that we think we're going through to learn it. Uh, and I, I don't want to break it down in detail. I don't know, TJ, I don't know how much time you want me to use at one moment, at uh, one time. But uh, when we go through that and we each take this position of, like, I'm going to start becoming aware, what do you do to become unaware? Because you're not going to move forward until you do. So at that point, listening to a lot of speakers is not going to help you. Because I, I listen to every speaker I can to see what they're saying, what they're trying to teach, and what they give to people. Now, when you get a, a teacher telling you to do this, if you try to do it and nothing happens, obviously it's not helping you. So unless something helps you, it's not beneficial. So if you're in a religion for 20 years and it doesn't help you do anything, it's probably not the right path that you're on. Uh, the only other thing I will say on that, if you cross paths, it'll take away from both. Well, now, let's talk about past lives and soul groups, because I've got emotional, mental, physical, spiritual being, but belief in ascended masters and avatars, life after death for mortal souls. So first of all, people have to decide if they believe in ascension, or the raising of their uh, evolvement of whatever they think they are, or that they've had our soul in the, before they came here and are going back to source or God, if that's what we want to call it. So I've got, we learn to share our past lives lessons and return to assist in this lifetime to benefit not only ourselves, but other human souls who may desire to share and not to be lonely. Remember my bottom line, Tommy, was suicide prevention. And we lost Paul Rosenberg. We've lost a lot of people that they just got lost. And they, not that they weren't spiritual, but, you know, uh, Paul was lonely, a producer. And after he got lost after 2001, and he had worked with Ron Howard, and, uh, which was OP, and he worked with Brian Grazer, and, and he worked with uh, that Weinstein Harvey. Paul, that Weinstein brothers, and 
but he said they were so dark, but it made him really upset. And then he came on our show and, uh, you know, we did our best to help him, me, you, me and Jan and all of us. But he just, he called me, he had taken some pills, it was too late. But he used to call me from time to time about suicide, right? So uh, he said, it's okay, it's, I waited to the last minute, but I don't want you to tell my my sister, but, you know, he just had to go. So uh, experiencing being lonely is a part of this church too. But my daughter died and I, I, she knows I'd kept Teresa J. Morris Ministries going. But uh, I told her I'd help keep it going in Ascension Church. And uh, the Ohana, she loved the family. She wanted us to keep our family together. So maybe we can talk about that. Tommy, you may not know this about Gigi, but she had my other daughter make sure she had white clothes on. She believed that when she went to see her maker, God, Jesus, and even though that she was born knowing she was like extraterrestrial and she was out playing with the stars, she came in knowing she was alien or extraterrestrial. She knew that. Uh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. It, it was thunder. I'm sorry, Tommy. Can you hear me now? Yep. She wanted that she would see herself when Jesus came or the rapture and her body would be brought up. Now, you know, some people believe that. And you know she believed extraterrestrials and she believed in metaphysics and she believed in ascension. But I don't have that same old... And she, that was my daughter, Tommy, but you know what I'm saying. But I don't necessarily believe reality that when you're buried, because a lot of people get, especially in reincarnation and in India, get burnt up. Do you have any opinion on that? Now, is that just because that was her belief system? So she what, wanted white up? clothes? The white clothes, well, white clothes means purity. Uh, so, but the, do you know about burning and cutting up and all that stuff? Uh, they were all separate, different rituals for different religions. Uh, the, uh, I just saw it. I didn't. I didn't really want to see it. I was shown it by somebody, my partner. Uh, how Tibetan people, what they do to the body when they die. Uh, they cut well, it apart. You, you know, well, because the body are you going to no be longer, up? It doesn't do matter. That the body has to be. Or is it just a belief? For it's individual beliefs. But all right, let's say we we have to establish with the Ascension Church Ohana. Uh, starting today with people, you know, we can ask their opinions if they want to join and help us in the organization administration. Well, what I would say, today. It, we have a I website. Mean, you, could, you could have an opinion on that, but the truth is be, be truthful to society, be truthful to this planet. If everybody wanted to be buried, the world would be infested with coffins by a long period of time. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying... I'm, well, my partner was just talking about in Tibet. They cut the body apart and feed it to the birds. Yeah, Namdal uh, is a practicing uh, Buddhist at a certain level. You is she a Bodhisattva? Yes, the ground's frozen. They have no trees. So they actually just cut it up and let the animal, the birds, eat it. Uh, but what I was saying, in the Native Nation, they don't like to do either. They bury the body and put a tree on top of it. Uh, and they can't have the body embalmed and all that. So it's, but truthfully, 
you have to realize what does it leave. If, I mean, you have a family. They're going to care about you. You want to have a cemetery where they have to go and put flowers on every day. You want to give them your ashes after they burn you. Uh, my mother asked to be put out in the ocean, and I put her on both sides of the world. So it's what a person desires. It's I'm not going to say any one of them is better than the other spiritually, because when you step out of the body, the body's over. It's no longer yours. And they always say, earth, uh, uh, by, when you turn to dust, you go back to the earth. Your body does. No matter how you look at it. That's the dust. Right. <laughs> But as if far they as kept, kept their body, if they kept their soul in their body, they'd still be with us. I think it's the saying. So how do we time. keep our soul in our body if our body decays? And my daughter died from cancer and got buried, but it depressed me. Even though I was a master, Tommy, even she though I died a couple of times, I still have emotional pain to go through. Remember I told you that the beings, like the gods, right, right. told me that I'd have right. to experience more pain than I'd ever experienced before. How do beings above tell people below you're going to have experienced pain? And then I didn't even care. I didn't know what pain of losing a husband or a parent or a child meant. Everybody These were lessons gets, but see, I had to learn. Everybody gets a different lesson on that. Some people get married a week later. Some people get married 10 years later. Some people never get married again. So it's how we hold pain and how we uh, 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 get attached to it. Uh, when you leave your body, you can let go of all that pain. Now, the people around you might hold the pain, but you let go of it. So uh, when, when a person dies, they stay near their body for a short period of time, and then they leave. I mean, Buddhists believe 40 days. I say, I'd say an average soul sticks around the body for maybe... Uh, less than a week because when they, they they want to be at the funeral. They want to see how many people come to see them. And my mother stayed there during the funeral, and then I know she left right after. Uh, so when we talk about that, souls hang on to the body. If souls are unaware completely, they could become a ghost or a spirit and just hang out here and not know where to go or what to do. Usually there are more serious problems with those kind of people that get stuck here as a, as a spirit. Uh, I don't want to talk about that too much, but they do stay here, and they are real. But they're lost. They don't have a way to get out of here. I mean, The Ghost Whisperer was a cool show. I loved it. I mean, she was crossing the souls over all the time. I did it myself, so I know how real it is. So when you get involved with that, uh, things change, reality that we perceive it. Now, I, I don't know how many things you want to talk together. I don't know how much time. We don't have forever to talk about it. If you want to talk about the, the nine masses, which I call the nine silent ones. Uh, well, we can maybe do that next week because today okay. we're sort of establishing. Okay. But we have also, I'll just, we, we share a win-win way of life, but we have to know people. We're going to get through this with people all over the world with this peace and justice uh, protest. Uh, some are putting Black Lives Matter and they're taking it. That these men, I think a couple of them were mixed, that Tao looked Chinese or something, and I haven't done an investigation. But I did watch uh, the, the videos online with George Floyd and how, you know, he just happened to be, they say sometimes this has been going on since civil rights back when we had in 64. And you and I lived through it because we're of those age, but a lot of the children today are even the middle age, the uh, Z millennials and the Z. Maybe some of them don't know what we've lived through, but this is not new to us, folks. So the Vietnam War protests. So the baby boomers have 
lived through many things. And, uh, you know, if things haven't changed, uh, it has, but we're always going to have some type of uh, prejudice on the planet. So we don't want to, but Tommy, we may can talk about winning about, we don't really want to look at color. We don't want to judge somebody because they have tattoos. We don't want to judge somebody because they're Armenian or Iranian or, you know, Palestinian. No, we don't. Uh, all these, these things are around the world. And the Ascension Church, Ohana, I'd like to establish, lets people know we don't want to judge people, but what is it about being in human form in our cultures? You know, it, we, you know that we're going to say education is a big part of it, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and well-being does do with what we learn, how we communicate with each other. And emotions may run high, but it's not smart to make logical ch choices when your emotions are running high with anger, but we may feel love, but there's truth in love too. So I've got here, we learn, we can live and learn and love and leave a legacy for those who come after us, leave the world in a better place than when we found it or was born here. So we're doing our part to learn to not be alone and learn to share life in a community with friendship. Now, I'd like you to address Namgal and how you two, because we're all in the same, it's my choice, folks, to believe that those that I choose to have in my church, my Ohana church, my creation I build with Tommy and Namgal is the fact that she is a Buddhist, and I believe a lot like that, but also believe uh, like the Hindi and reincarnation in India. But I was raised a Christian in America as a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, so I want to be all all things in the world, ascension, but not have it separate us. I want to preach unity and love and peace. So, Tommy, where do you stand on that? So, all right. Because we're sure, live, live, learn, live, love, learn, and leave a legacy. But you know, Namgal and you live together, but y'all aren't even of the same world religion, really, are you? I mean, not at all. Except, not at all. What, I'm, what I'm addressing is we can we all judge things, but we shouldn't, but we do. So even if we've been out of body and we know about life after death, or we've experienced life after life, however you want to get into that. So trust being positive. Well, My daughter said, "Mom, please do positive." People all over the world are all right. Are protesting. All right. So live, live, talk something positive about you and them, God. Okay. Uh, there's a positive side to everything, and there's a negative side to everything. Uh, people don't want to look at the negative side; they just want to deal with the positive side. CJ, I got a double echo. What you do? Oh, I'll, I'll put myself on mute. Well, leave yourself open then. Uh, so what I was going to say is you learn to live with the people you can live with. Now, when you pick a mate, you pick a partner that you can work with and be with. You don't pick somebody that's walking down the street and say, I'm marrying you because you're walking down the street. Uh, so saying we all can get together, live together, is a little bit further extension of the truth because we can't live together because we don't live together. When we learn to live together, we have to respect each other and what we do. If somebody doesn't respect somebody else's agenda or what they do, you don't have to live with them is what I try to sell people. You, you, like you said it before, you, you bring people that you trust and want into your circle into your circle. If you don't like drinking, you don't go to a bar to make friends with everybody there. If you don't like smoking, you don't go to a smoking place. You don't go where, where things happen that you don't like to do. 
You don't go into a drug den if you don't want to do drugs. Uh, and you're not going to try to force all them to believe that they shouldn't be or they should. I mean, it's free will that they want to do well, it. I don't, I don't smoke and drink, and neither do you or Nam Gall, but that doesn't make us any better. That's just who well, no, I, I didn't say, to have in my in my. I heart, didn't say it makes us better. I didn't say it no. makes us better. I said it makes Let us... me ask this person, this 830 person. 830, are you in New York? Are you in Texas? Where are you? Just where are you? Okay. Yeah. Do you do you smoke or drink? Because you're listening to us. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you. I I didn't hear the question. I apologize. So you. Okay. Oh, I'm getting feedback. But, uh, Tommy, you talk to her. I'm getting feedback. Ask her about, you know, she sees the Christian Church Ohana and what we can do to help her. You want me to call you back, TJ? I don't know, because I'm getting a double echo now, too. You know, I apologize. I'm driving. Oh, no, that's okay. But be safe. As long as you're not holding the phone in your hand. No, I had you on Bluetooth, so that's probably why you can't hear me so well, and I'm having trouble hearing y'all. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There you go. You're better now. Do you I, have I a question? Do you have a question? Um, actually, I just was tuning in, you guys. Uh, I have a lot of questions. I don't know what you guys. Well, you're allowed to ask us too. You're allowed to ask us too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I don't know, you tell me what you feel like what you're doing with yourself, uh, with myself, or you calling y'all, the interviewers. I feel like I'm a completely related to all the things that you're talking about. And what's the question? What's the question? Uh, well, I really, uh, I guess just maybe what you're thinking or you're feeling off of me, or like, just maybe like a sense of depression, or... I think the first idea that you guys are talking about is like the thought. TJ, did you hear that? Um, I can't hear her. I'm trying. Hold on. What was the What was the question, Tommy? I can't hear her very good. I can't hear her very good. I can't hear about feelings of us. I don't know if they related to how she feels. Yeah, she says she related to everything that we've talked about thus far. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, put you on mute because I don't know why we're getting feedback. So it can't... <laughs> okay. Now, can you hear me again, CJ? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, people, for calling in. And I guess, Tommy, what we're going to have to do is do a, decide on topics on Sundays and, you know, put some of them up here that we grow our church because uh, people – are like us. Either they've lived already or they know their soul or they have a deeper awakening or they're part of the ascension age. Uh, but we've been doing this eight years, so we we have a following. And uh, so uh, soul, unity, love, peace. But like my daughter said, Angela, Mom, please talk about positive because you and Tommy sometimes get too dark on talking about the bad things. And I'm like, okay, baby, we'll stick with the positive. <laughs> 
So let's stick with the positive to build our church, Tommy. <laughs> but we don't smoke or drink, folks. And Tommy, you want to go on why we don't harm our bodies and what it, the stimulants? I mean, people love to be stimulated, but well, healthy, no. it's just good. See, you know, even I'm that, not, you can't judge it. You can't, you can't right, judge so it. Not, okay, so it doesn't matter what they do. No, if All a right, person does, uh, if certain people do drugs, uh, sometimes it is for pain and me and medicine reasons. Uh, but marijuana in itself, I think, is a harmless drug to the human race. Uh, it only mellows a person out. Where more people, and I, I tried to pull up the numbers and see what percentage of the planet drink, what percentage of children drink, and every number is extremely high. Now, drinking does still the, the feelings, but it also doesn't allow the feelings to come through either. More people get angry and, and frustrated and, 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 and uh, different situations when they drink, where if you're smoking marijuana, you're more mellow, peaceful. People don't die from smoking marijuana. People die by drinking. Uh, so is there a judgment on that? To me, there is. Uh, when a person's drunk and driving, it's a dangerous thing on the road. Uh, when they're in a family and they get angry when they get drunk, they hurt people. So, yeah, there's a difference. Uh, between smoking, people when they smoke don't get angry, don't hurt people, and they're a lot more friendlier. So can, should you be judgmental? Well, they can do what they want, but they don't have to be around me to do it. So when you when you go into a club or something like that, everybody there is drinking. So you know you're going into a place where everybody's drinking to be relaxed, to have fun, to party. Now there's a reason that some people do drugs. Why ask is done to get out of the body, to have an experience. So I don't condemn that, but you need to be with somebody that can watch you and protect you while you're going through it because your body reacts totally crazy. Mushrooms as well, uh, and then peyote. Uh, so it's different for different people. Okay. I wouldn't so say you told people they could question, so all of a sudden the, the people that were listening blew up, blew up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear all you. All of a sudden that... You tell people they could call in and ask questions, so now the board's blown up. But let me get this person in Connecticut. 203, because you know I do it like my psychic readings because we're under spirituality. 203, have you got a question? Hopefully for Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. And yes, I do. Um and I guess I called in on the right time because I like to use marijuana. And I've yeah, been. Cool. Well, my family does. I don't. But I was talking about cigarettes. Like uh, my, my husband, I had to leave the room. And my mama smoked cigarettes. I forgot people say when you smoke, they think it's automatically marijuana. <laughs> well, nobody yeah, very few people smoke cigarettes anymore. That's why. Oh, okay. Duh. <laughs> Well, I was thinking I'm allergic to cancer, smoking cigarettes. I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, that's how naive I am, folks. Okay, I'm sorry, I've died a few times, but I never smoked. So, I'm sorry. So okay, let, I, let her, I, but, let but her don't answer. judge. I'm not judging. Okay, let go her ahead. Ask question. <laughs> no, 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 don't judge me at all. Don't judge me at all. And that's the thing, you know, I'm judging myself because I'm there, like, um, certain commitments that I would like to you know, hold myself accountable for so that I can move forward on a different level financially because that's the only thing with marijuana, although it's not 
Um, it makes me relax, but it won't relax my paycheck, if you understand what I mean. Right. <laughs> you can't uh, use well, water if you get a, a legal permit, you can grow it. You can grow seven plants for yourself. Uh mm. And you can save a lot of money if you're if you can legalize yourself, but you could go to a doctor and get legalized uh in almost any state. I mean people mm. do that in Hawaii as well so uh if it's the money situation, then you really have to be careful with that uh you just can't smoke yourself out of eating but by the same token right. is you can think a lot more you can probably think about the job you're in where you're living you can change the environment i mean there's rich places to live and there's poor places to live. I live in one of the most expensive places on the planet, and it is mm-hmm. hard to just buy food. Uh, so when you talk about it's the money situation, well, if you could go to the doctor and get legalized, you can grow some plants. You've got to be careful when you grow plants because everybody wants them. But uh, it could save you a lot of money that way. Uh, what, 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 no, no, you... what, I mean, what I mean about the money situation meaning that, you know, I want a better paying job and they'd like to test you. For drugs, and if you have, oh, oh, and they oh, consider right. the marijuana, that's that's what I meant. Not well, what, you know, what state do you live in? I live in Connecticut, so it's oh, really right. not Connecticut's pretty bad. I lived in Jersey. Have... I lived in Jersey right. most of my life. Uh, yeah, see, that's why you know, and and it's moving. Do you have a big family, and all those things matter because if you're pretty much alone, it's easy to move, move to a place where it could be better for you, right. where you can smoke and legally do things and and everything else. Because now I was just talking to somebody, and they said, "What an offense it is to get drug tested all the time, uh, and this, that, and you shouldn't—they shouldn't have the right to do that." Uh, you know, what you do in your own home should be your right. Period. I agree. I mean, see, people say we want freedom. No, you don't have it, and you're not working hard to get it. Because marijuana right. should have been legalized a long time ago. And remember, marijuana was legal; drinking was illegal. They turned around and made drinking legal and marijuana illegal. Right. So, yeah, it's a a perverted thing. Uh, But it was only about money. Who can make more money? How much money could they make? I agree. Now now they realize they can make a lot more money with marijuana. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it is switching over. But it's still not Mm -hmm. there. The whole United States should be legal. People shouldn't be going Mm -hmm. to jail because they they were smoking a joint. Uh, Any of those things. It's ridiculous. Uh, this is a, I mean, it's a herb. It's not like a hardcore drug either. Right. People in the basement making making crack and ice and things like that, that's a danger to Mm -hmm. themselves and everybody that uses Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People don't die using marijuana. And I know people Mm -hmm. try to say, well, they die. No, they don't. They don't hurt body. They don't hurt people. I mean, Mm -hmm. you move a little bit slower. That's the only thing I'll admit. You're not super fast Mm -hmm. when you're smoking. But on Mm -hmm. the other hand, you're not speeding in a car, racing down the highway. You're not trying to Mm-mm. any of those things. So it's it's a, a good herb, and they used it in the Bible. So it's not like it's right. a new thing either. So it's the mm. awareness of it has been there. But somebody, like during the, uh, I don't know what the word was when they made marijuana illegal. I don't even know who was responsible for doing that, but it had to be somebody. But don't pers- pressure yourself into that. But by the same token is. It is hard to get a job without them doing testing on you anymore. I mean, not all mm-hmm. jobs do it. Uh, I know if you came to Hawaii and went for a job, they wouldn't test you. Uh, so, certain places don't, but Connecticut is in the middle of a, a kind of a weird kind of situation. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, they I mean, are. 
like Trenton, New Jersey, and, and Newark, New Jersey, and mm-hmm. uh, when you go into those the areas. The state area. Yeah, only yeah. New York and in certain parts of New York are they lax with it, you know, I guess because it's the metropolitan, but the yeah, tri-state was, area. You can get piercings in New York City, but it wasn't legal. Right. It was only legal in Jersey. Right. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you get tattoos. I mean, what, it's illegal to get a piercing? I mean, it, it, where they draw their boundaries is pathetic. So, uh, you know, right. I'm glad you called in, and I, I give you credit for at least talking about what's true to you, which is right. It is true. Yeah, well, you know, because I, um, before you let me go, I really wanted to touch base with, and the reason why I brought up the marijuana, because I use it for my heart work, like I do a lot of self-check with me, and with the peyote, I'm not even, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing the name, my question, right, my question was, being that I'm a cesarean birth, would that be conducive for me to use? to have that, and I want to do it to get to tap into, which even is even weird to say because I am connected, so how high do I want to go, if you know what I mean? Well, but, you know, wait, just wait, wait. to go through that. Experience. Hold it right there. Right. I'm Caesarian. Okay. My brother, my brother is Caesarian. Uh, certain things, you can't go by what affects other people. You have to live your life for what you believe of yourself. Because if I listen to everybody, I live on salt and sugar. I should have been dead 25 years ago. I could die mm-hmm. tomorrow. But I'm 67 yeah. years old, and I made it that, that long. But yeah. I didn't listen to nobody ever my whole mm. life. So if just try it Thank once. you. And then see how your heart feels. See how your body feels. If you feel different, if you, if you feel something's getting hurt, you don't do it again. Uh, like when they do right. ayahuasca. People throw up and everything when you start going into the trip, and then they go through these really crazy experiences. But you should have somebody around you to guide you and help explain what you're going through as you're doing it. So right. a lot of the cautions you take, the Native people did peyote forever, not all mm-hmm. tribes, uh, and they don't do it all the time. They do it during ceremony. I mean, I mm-hmm. went to court, and they were, because I'm part Native, and they were trying to say, well, the, the, the attorney says he does, all Native people do drugs. And I said, no, they don't. And the judge said, you want to speak about it? I said, no, I don't want to speak about it, but it's not true. Uh, it really but see, I know some Natives as well that are yeah. in the reservation, oh. and they're not. Well, You're right. See, see it, it's, we're in a strange place in time. I mean, we're trying to do hmm. this to help bring truth and, and more awareness, compassion to people. And it's hard mm-hmm. because you're in a world that's so corrupt right now because of what's happening. Now, racist shouldn't be a word. Because right. and, and I put this on every everything that went up in the past three weeks. I put you talk about racists. It's the native people that are the prejudiced prejudice against and still prejudice. They're still being attacked and killed. So uh, let's and they're talking about giving the black people money. I said, well, give the native people money or give them their land back. Uh, so yeah, I'm a rebel, but I stand for the well, truth. So am I. So am I. So, we all protest in our own way, and I agree. But the with that, I remember. Native people. Right, and you talk remember. about our mm-hmm. rights. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope that answered your question, and I'm glad you called in. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be here well. every Sunday. Uh, ever want to come call back in? Please do. Want to become part of the association? You can. Uh, so it's, there's a lot you can go with from here. Uh, 
to get in contact with us, and uh, you can become a member, an active member, uh, and, and stay in touch, and you can bring, bring your own people in and do what, what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for um, interfacing with me on this subject. No, and, I appreciate um, you like calling in. to continue in. to listen. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you for calling DJ, you there? <laughs> yeah, can you not hear me? Oh, you're a little bit faint. I don't know why. See, uh, I had a call. I was waiting for a phone call, and I had to. I had a call in on my real phone. Yeah. I got a cheap phone, which I'm going to get rid of. I just realized how cheap it is. Uh, <laughs> okay. 830, can you hear us? You're back on, and I'll mute, because, you know, uh, we're having trouble to drop phone calls online. But, Tommy, we may make it where people can ask a question that we do on our psychic readings. Because um, people are calling in because it's on spirituality. Right. Um, there's somebody called in on Skype, but you're on. If you called in, you're on the board. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Go ahead. Reading. Hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Lisa. My... Oh, no. Lisa? Well, my name is Lisa. Lisa, I have a question. Sure. Uh, I have a question, and you're, you're very advanced, sir, how you're talking, I can tell. Um, you are. But my question is, on the, on the soul group, um, okay, this is, how how do we know when we meet our true love? Like, is our true love our twin flame, our twin flame where the vibration is split, or do we really have a real-life partner, uh, or, or they're just a human concept. Well, let me say this right away. Uh, TJ and I don't agree on everything. She has certain things she experienced, and I have certain things I experienced. You can have a twin soulmate if you want one, uh, meaning you can find somebody that you feel totally attached to. But soul goes on a journey, life after life, through realms and realms by itself. It, it's not like it can travel with people. When soul becomes a light, it's hard to have two lights that like each other. Uh, mm-hmm. In the higher realms, it's so different. So in the astral plane, you could have a soulmate and be with the soul, uh, but it's not like it's going to be forever. Uh, when they say soulmates forever, the forever is a short period of time in, in our reality. Uh, but you can find a soulmate in this world that you relate to is 100% equal to you and you feel equal together, which is a really positive, good thing. So I'm not, I'm not putting it down by any means, but to think that two souls will go billions of years through different realms and stuff and try to stay together. No two people could develop the same way ever. That's why everybody has their own vibration. Everybody has their own name. Uh, if we were all one, which everybody says we're all one, you wouldn't need any other thing. You wouldn't need another name. We're just one. Uh, but we each have that separate vibration, a little higher, a little bit lower, moving a little faster, a little slower. I mean, it's it's a wave of energy that changes. And you can search for your soulmate because people want that. People want things that sound good and feel good, which is a good thing. But don't be sorry that, well, I, I don't think he's my soulmate. Just judge, do you feel good? The feeling and emotion of your heart is the most important thing. If it feels right, it's right. If it doesn't feel right, it's wrong. So to say that, well, they're not my soulmate. I mean, I watched so many movies on finding their soulmate, and they found them 
oh, we're soulmates, we'll be together forever, and any guy leaves her and stuff. Uh, you know, men are very wishy-washy in all, 99% of men. I'm not saying in a bad way, I'm not saying in a good way. Men do change their feelings and emotions rather fast, where women can hold on to compassion and things, which is a positive thing. Men like to exaggerate change and, and change reality, so they're not as positive. Uh, and I'm saying about the whole human race, not one particular person. Men in general have a certain vibration. That's why the book Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, it, to me it's like the truest statement that it was, was so different at many levels to find a soulmate. I mean, if you're a gay, if you're a girl's with a girl and a guy's with a guy, they would know each other better for what they feel because a woman feels things much different than a guy does. And a guy feels things much different than a woman does. So a soulmate is something that you would be vibrating at the exact same thing, which is like an impossibility in reality. But in this world, it's find, finding somebody that's 100% equal to you that you get along with, which would be a soulmate by most people's terms. So, yeah, it's, it's here in this reality you can say you can find a soulmate. When you travel and you die, you die by yourself. I mean, you're going to be somewhere for a long period of time before you meet that person or soul again if you do. I hope that answered your question a little. Yeah, yeah that's very interesting. And one more question on, on the soul group. Uh, can, can the soul disconnect from the family if there are um, too much emotion, baggage, frustration? Oh, and well, having... see, that's a definite. Do you follow a religion? Um, I, I, I do, but... Uh, are, you, are you a Christian? Oh. oh, you don't have to answer. No problem. Uh, if you follow a religion or a path, I mean, they tell you you got to stay together, you got to be together. It's it's the old thing. I mean, in a family, like, it's respect. If you respect your parents and they respect you, it's great. But if they respect you and you don't respect them, it's no good. Uh, when Jesus left, he told his followers to leave their families. Why? See, very few people understand what Jesus was really trying to teach. Uh, so when people unfold... It's hard to stay in a situation that's not unfolding. I mean, if you're growing spiritually, it's hard to be around people. Oh, I don't want to. I just want to do this, or I just want to do that. Or it's growth is happening around us. You you choose to grow or you die. I mean, you shrivel up and die. So you have a choice always. And if something's stagnant and you're in a stagnant place and the energy is draining you, you leave it. Uh, a soul group is great if they work together. If you're working at a positive vibration, all pushing on the same direction, it's great. But you can't have 10 people pushing forward while two or three people pulling the opposite way. It's, it's going to put a hindrance on what they're trying to do. So uh, it's hard to be in a perfect situation on planet Earth. So you always have to be accepting to certain things, but there's always a limit how far you can be pushed and if it's really stopping your growth, you need to change it. No matter what the situation is, you have to change it. Moving, changing the people you're with, whatever. Uh, a soul group can be a soul group as long as they work together. And, I mean, even the angels at one point could no longer work together. And that's why they were cast out of the higher realms to come down to the lower realms. So no matter what level you're at, if you don't work at the same level, you don't get along. Now, what we're going to probably talk about next week is the uh, nine silent ones of the spiritual masters in the inner worlds. 
uh, in their place, and they work together. There's nine, and they they work differently. They each have their own viewpoint, but they work together within that. So if you can't work together, it's definitely a bad situation to stay in, and you can't stay in it. Well, I'm stuck in a soul group. You're not stuck anywhere, ever. There's always a space to move into when you want to move out of a space you're in. Always. Uh, the change is scary. Uh, reality always is scary when you don't know what's going to happen in the next day. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No matter how safe we feel or how I mean, millionaires feel safe because they've got millions of dollars in a the bank. They don't have to worry about paying money or losing money. But the average person has to worry about this week's money, the food, and everything else. So it's a little bit different. But you still can change it if it's not right. I mean, some people that are in countries where they're in the, in the jungle or they're in the, in the cities where there's nothing, it's hard to move forward because they don't even have help to get out the door. They don't have a way to get out of the city. Uh, so there's always a light if you look for it. And if you can follow that light, it will always direct you and guide you further into the truth, into the uh, awareness that you need. So don't don't assume or, or believe that you have to stay in, in a soul family. Uh, if it's a positive thing and everything's positive, you wouldn't even be asking the question. That's for sure. But it's not because you are asking the question. So there's something negative, something drawing your energy away. So you have to change the situation and make it right. I mean, if it's even if it's only a little bit and it's holding you from growing, it's not beneficial, you, you should try to change it. I'll leave it at that, all right? Thank you for your knowledge. Okay, Bye. you're welcome. Bye. Pleasure. Wow. TJ, you back? <laughs> DJ, you on mute? Can you hear me? Now I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I apologize. I've, I've got three cell phones, folks. So I tend to, this is my favorite one, but for some reason with the weather thundering, you, it, uh, it must be lightning too, Tommy. Why does, right. the lightning, why does the lightning affect our human-made tools? Because it's it energy. Be, energy okay. goes through the air. Lightning goes through the air. Everything is based on a field of energy which is magnetic at some point. So magnetic fields affect each other. And when it's right over your head, it's affecting the magnetic field that you're in with right now. Well, the weather, because remember, folks, I live in the panhandle, if you don't know. So this church is based on the fact that we're global. A digital Internet working church is timely. But many churches uh, now have their own remote anyway. The one that uh, my daughter and I went to down the street was because some people, uh, I liked Unity, Tommy, when I was in Hawaii, Unity Church. I was introduced. It was more open. Uh, it didn't judge so much. It was more metaphysical. But there is a Unity you know, group like we're administrators and been here eight years with TJ Marcy T Radio. But the Ascension Center in my books, and, you know, Janet didn't really want to promote. She thought the Catholic Church took it from me. And the uh, people, uh, my daughter and I, folks, just to tell you, and Tommy will know, I had gotten this logo from God or angels or extraterrestrials. I didn't ask. It's just strange that I got it in Hawaii. It split the street and lightning came down. But uh, also the name, I didn't know what Ascension was. So, to me, it's God's sense. 
So you can think what you want. But I had given my life to God in the Gold Pyramid in in Hawaii in Houston. So I guess Texas is a part. You know, if people in the future, thousands of years or millions of years from now, look at the ascended masters and what we did coming and going. At least, uh, well, Namgal is Buddhist. Tommy, I don't know what you claim, but I tell people I was, you know, I, I was I was born white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, but uh, I believed from the old monks and the tarot and how we use it. And a lot of people don't know those stories, so it's in my little enchanted development book. You can find it out too. It's not all evil like burning witches at the stake and Nostradamus predictions, but we've always had, and I believe God had people that He chose that we all have gifts and we all have talents and we all have skills and we all use them at different levels. So it's like Tommy said, the energy. So energy flows. Now, what do they say, Tommy? Energy goes where the energy, where the uh, thoughts flow, or how do they say that? There's a lot of things I wish I'd written down, but energy, it's like water. We're just a small drop of water, but when we get with another group of, of drops, we become a little pond. <laughs> so we're not a big lake yet. We're just starting. We've got eight years into this ascension center, but my daughter taught me the word ohana, and family, I didn't learn Ohana so much in Hawaii. I learned Aloha spirit. But Tommy has one that's created Ascension Church Ohana down the street from him. And when I looked it up, I found it, and I couldn't believe it. But my daughter gave her life up for this church, and it's Teresa J. Morris Ministries is the way she knew it. But the reason I mentioned the Catholic Church is she and I made a brand and a bond with an A in it from the metaphysics. She liked um, she grew up with me doing tarot readings, and we were Mormons, Latter-day Saints in her world. And uh, But all my children, uh, even though they grew up watching me do things, not necessarily the church believed it, but she got when we were, uh, we learned about America and the Latter-day Saints and the Mormons and became, and I, be, I was uh, baptized in May 12, 1972. But when we went, Tommy, in my heart, the Masons were so much part of America and the Latter-day Saints and in the churches and the temples that it was just amazing to me. And that's why they grew so big. And then that one Scientology, that came from more of lack of psychiatry and the guy that wrote books. So a lot of these people wrote books. But now it's said that Joseph Smith saw Angel Gabriel. But uh, so did the one uh, that started uh, Muhammad, right? He was a uh, very Jewish and Angel Gabriel, and he started his own religion. A lot of people don't know that they you know there was just one in Muhammad this later on, but they don't necessarily like they believe that Jesus was a man, but they don't think they believe he was that touched by spirit. But you know, my people like to use as many gifts to guide them, Tommy, and we're called guides, and we're called guides in the in the area I work in now in, in digital world and network and cyberspace. But uh, I guess we'll get together, folks, all of us together, and we're not going to judge each other, and we're aware that the world is in uh, a change, but it's always in change. But uh, we've only got two minutes left, Tommy. But, folks, thank you all for joining us. And, uh, you know, we can help each other. So, Tommy, thank you for helping me and us today. Can you hear me? I hear you fine. 
Oh, good. I heard something beep. A lot of these phones will drop. So, folks, we'll do the best we can. But, Tommy, you want to get into, like, the Ennead Nine and the nine characters of humanity and, like you said, the higher nine. How did you put it together? Uh, you you, you nine, call them the nine, nine gods? Nine inner masters. Uh, the inner masters. Okay. Masters of, they call them masters of the I, – there's a word. I don't even know what word to fit it because different religions use different words for it. Uh, that deal with that so, or talk about the it. Inter- the Black Confederation talk about the silent ones as well. Yeah, and the Invisible College, Ennead 9, E-N-N-E-A-D, Ennead 9. And that's also where uh, we got Star Trek from, and uh, Gene Roddenberry followed that. And that's, y'all might know, one of nine or five of nine, but they used them even in Star Trek. So, uh I'm sort of a dickhead called uh, Philip K. Dick's wife would come on Tessa Dick whenever I wanted to. But she said she even had trouble with her husband's people because she was like one of five of his wives. But Philip K. Dick was quite a precognitionist, precognitionist, and he wrote stories. And then he was visited by an angel. So there's stories of us that are uh, open to it. So Tommy also put on being open to guides and angels and extraterrestrials. Those are just words. You know, it depends on the person. You may believe in a God or you may not. And then if you do, do you believe in a cultural God or philosophical? Or do you just believe source? So many people don't want to use the word God anymore, but they believe in a source of all things. And I believe in the, uh, Tommy, we need to address uh, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, and all that. Uh, how they help people, but it's basically support and teaching you to believe in something bigger than yourself. I always say, well, I didn't make this planet, and when I left, they sent me back here, whoever they are, if they were angels or extraterrestrials or God, but I heard more than one voice. I heard two voices talking to each other when they sent me back, and they granted, I said, I don't care, I want to go back. So uh, we'll talk about life after life, too, Tommy, so so I'd always keep it real, but keep it, you know, we'll, we'll do our right. best to answer questions. So it's okay then next week we can also let people call in maybe the last hour like I do. I still right. do psychic okay. shows on Thursday. All right. All right. Well, tell them doll. Tell them doll. I appreciate her helping too because, you know, if she wants to talk once in a while, I like having two or more present. You know, they say he is there also. So in a lot of ways we're American and I guess in a way we're – open to God and source. So I'm going to ask her how she wants to deal with that because we're doing spiritual science and theosophy, right. but not. I don't know if she wants to call herself a Buddhist or, or not. But ask her how to say that to people that in the Ascension Church, Ohana, I'm, I'm about the Ascension raising of awareness, church being the people are supporting a support group, Ohana being the family unit, but Hawaii and Florida. It, it's the folks that will all come. Love and light, everybody. Okay, all right, Tommy, well, love and light. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. All right. Bye, bye people. Bye-bye. We'll be back.